friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, April the 28th. And wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today. And for those of you who are NFL fans, I wish you happy NFL Draft Day because that's what today is too. Yes, that is like the ridiculous to the sublime here in the gospel. But, you know, some of us get... get kicks out of those things. So, uh, my friends, we are going to continue through John's gospel today, chapter three. Now, we read some uh, sequential readings. I think, what, two days ago we did John 3, 7 to 15, and then we went straight after it yesterday, John 3, 16 to 21. Today, we're going to jump ahead about 10 verses. So, it's going to be John chapter 3, verses 31 to 36. And what we're going to get here, do you remember, gosh, had to be a, I think it was before Easter. We were going through John for a little while. And uh, it was more uh, the Last Supper discourse, I think. And we were getting the philosopher Jesus. Yeah, we're kind of getting him again. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, you're going to hear some heady discussion. But what we'll do? We'll do, at least I'll do my best to see if we can make a little sense of that and, uh, and what that means for our lives, okay? So let's break open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of earthly things. But the one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever does accept his testimony certifies that God is trustworthy. For the one whom God sent speaks the words of God. He does not ration his gift of the Spirit. The Father loves the Son and has given everything over to him. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains upon him. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So yeah, we're we're getting that last line, you know, the wrath of God remains upon us uh, in this situation if uh, indeed we don't take the right path, and yet we're praising God. You know, the Gospel of the Lord. So let's break open. What, what are we talking about here? Again, I don't even want to pretend that I've got the gospel down. So I'm going to take my stab. I hope this is helpful. But first of all, of course, Jesus is speaking of himself on the first layer of this onion. We know that's who he's speaking of. Um, he's been, he, remember, all this started when Nicodemus came to him, the beginning of chapter 3 in, in the dark, right? And he's trying to teach him and he uses all these, you know, uh, darkness and light and, and being born from above and born from below. And he st- stays on that theme. He used it yesterday, too, uses it again today. And, uh, and so particularly, first and foremost, specifically, he's speaking of himself because he is the one, capital T, capital O, that has come down from heaven. The one who comes from above is above all meaning the one who, in John's gospel, in the beginning was the Word, right? And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
that one, God has come to earth, the one who comes from above, who comes from that place of, of God's presence, the kingdom of God. Don't think of, you know, from a millennia away, up in the, the clouds somewhere, but the one who comes from the very existence of God down and shares humanity is above all. The one who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of earthly things. Now, does that mean us? Who's the one of earth? Put that in your back pocket. We'll come back to that. But the one who comes from heaven is above all. He, meaning Jesus, the one who comes from above, testifies to what he has seen and heard. Where does he, what has he seen and heard? Well, he's seen it in the presence of God, right? Because that's what he's bringing down to earth, that idea, that image of who God is. But no one accepts his testimony. Why? Because we don't want to. Because otherwise we have to change our ways. Whoever does accept this testimony certifies that God is trustworthy. For the one whom God sent, meaning Jesus, speaks the word of, words of God. He, meaning Jesus, does not ration his gift of the Spirit. The Father loves the Son, again, using the male imagery here. That's what the translation does. We know God is not male any more than female, but it's using that imagery. The Father loves the Son and has given everything over to him. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains upon him or her, them. Okay. Okay. So we know first and foremost of this layer of onion, this is Jesus. But secondly, my friends, you know it's about us. Because any story about Jesus is our story. Why? Because we are the body. We are the body. Um, and, and where Jesus points and what Jesus does and where he leads is where he invites us. Because he tells us, follow me, follow me, follow me. He doesn't say, but just look at me, worship me, adore me, look at how cool I am over here. You can't do this stuff. I can, you know, and so adore me over here. No, he says, follow me, which means this is where we got to go to. So again, he's jumping us back, meaning Jesus, to that, to that conversation with Nicodemus two days ago, right? You got to be born from above, born from above. And we talked about it. I, I don't want to beat that dead horse, but, but that's the question of from where are we born today, right? The one who comes from above, you and I, on those moments, those days, those periods within our day, in those seasons of our life, and all of, all of that is true. When we are in union with God, when we feel that mystical reality, when we sense it, when we live within that space, when we come from above, we are speaking of heavenly things. We are carrying that essence of God's kingdom to those around us. We may not even be saying a word about it, but how we are acting, reacting, loving, uh, whatever it is, when we are in that mystical union with our God, that's what we carry. But when that, that union is severed, for whatever reason, and whatever it is that, that severs it, our fear, our, our own um, individual desires apart from the communion of, of the saints. Um, our ego. Well, I mean, you name it. The, 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 the reasons that is severed are legion. 
It doesn't even have to be some hot and heavy thing. It can be, it can be, I am single-minded, okay, to bring this back to ridiculous again. I am single-minded on who the Vikings are going to draft tonight, and therefore I don't care about left or right of me if that's all I am focused on. As, as simple and foolish as that is, that could sever. It could. It doesn't have to. But if I am myopic, if I am solely hooked up on that, and my life rises and falls today based on that, something as foolish and as small as that, I have severed that union. And I speak of earthly things and not heavenly things. Um, We only testify, my friends, to what we carry within us. None of this is new. You know all this. But we only testify, he or she now, because now we're talking not just about Jesus, but us, the one you and I testify to what we have seen and heard. And the question is, does that come from earth, the small, or does it come from heaven, the presence of God? Does it come from the sublime or the ridiculous? Because I can, well, I, I won't even say I can live in both worlds. I have a foot firmly planted in both. And the question is, am I leaning to the right or the left? And I don't mean that in the political spectrum. I mean, which foot is more firm on whatever foundation I'm in today? Whoever does accept the testimony, and I won't, I won't keep reading through here, but two things here, too. The first is then, I think, my friends, how do we make sure we are in that heavenly realm? And, and again, I think that is as unique as you and I are. Um, I, I would say for me, I need to do it in silence. I need to do it, and, and gosh, even when I enter into silence, my mind is thinking a hundred things, and try to be able to calm that a, until it's only open to saying, God, you, your spirit, fill this, fill my mind, fill my heart, fill my, my, my courage, fill my, the way I see, the way I hear, the way I, I think, uh, the way I love, whatever, the way I act, all those things. Spirit, you come in, you come in, whatever. And if I can just allow that to happen. And sometimes I need 20 minutes for that. Sometimes I need 20 seconds for that. But I think it's that conscious saying, not me. I mean, what we say in the Lord's Prayer, right? You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Not mine, not mine. Um and, and, of course, my friends, this has got to be of God, and, and God's got to even instigate, and God's got to complete. I mean, he is the Alpha and the Omega, right? Even there, I use the, the male imagery. God is the Alpha and the Omega. God is the beginning of that desire, and God is the completion of that desire. Uh, it, is, it, is the only, it is the only way. Um, and so if we are going to be born of that mystical reality. We have to be in touch with that mystical reality. And, and we don't control it. Oh, goodness sakes, no. But we have to simply say, Lord, I can't be born from above without your spirit. And I love that whole idea where it says, Jesus does not ration his gift of the spirit. Nor do we. I mean, if we are going to be 
united uh, in a mystical way in, in that bond. Think umbilical cord, you know, that we are the child and God is the mother slash father here. Um, that, that, that lifeblood flowing through us and, and that connection and that spirit filling us at some level that we don't even see and understand or know. Uh, we cannot keep that, of course, to ourselves. God doesn't ration. Jesus did not ration that gift of the Spirit. It's the only thing that we give away that we actually get more. I mean, we are called to give in abundance. Freely we have been given, or and, and we have received, so freely we must give, right? Uh, again, I'm going to go back to the Lord's Prayer. Simple, simple. You know, forgive us our trespasses as we then in turn will share that same grace with others. We are part of the flow, part of the flow of the circle. But if and when we take ourselves out of that circle, then we die. And that's where my last point, and that's this last part. It sounds almost haunting. It sounds like Jesus is threatening us here. Um, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, and whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God will remain upon them. He's saying, basically, you know, you better believe, or, or man, there's hellfire. And again, yesterday, all we talked about was the image of God, the image of God, let it come, that God acts out of love, God is not condemner, God is not that, he's saving God. So don't just read this one, and, and all of a sudden hear, oh, there we go again, God is not saving God, God is not, no, no, because that's not what he's saying. He's saying, listen, God is life. God is life. And when you are in that uh, uh, flow, again, to use that term, when that umbilical cord is connected, when that lifeblood flows and that spirit is there, you are in union, you are in God, and you are filled with life. But the minute we cut that and we go out on our own flow and it becomes our own deal, we are in death. Not because God is saying, I don't like you anymore, not because God is saying, well, you've cut it off and now you're, I'm going to condemn you to hell. We are condemning ourselves to a life without God, and that is hell, right? God is life, and, and heaven is when we are connected, that mystical union. But when we disconnect, we place ourselves outside the boundary of God. There's only one place God cannot get, and that is into our very beings when we choose not to have him there. We have that ability. I mean, God and God's great trust gave that to us. Isn't that amazing? I'm going to quote Anthony DeMello here, a Jesuit priest. Oh, Anthony DeMello has so many good things to say, so many good stories. This is just a little quote he said, but I love it. To the preacher who kept saying, we must put God in our lives. To the preacher who kept saying, we must put God in our lives, the master said, God is already there. Our business is to recognize this. Brothers and sisters, the ones who are born from above. Well, I won't even say the ones because that, that insinuates that there are others who are not. God is present in all of us. In those moments of your life and mine, 
when we recognize this, that business that God is already within you and me, that we carry that spark of life, of love, of dignity, of, of the essence of, of heaven, I'll say, within us, by God's great grace and, and gift. When we recognize this and fan that flame and nurture that, that union, we live out of that space. And when we do not, when we put that light under a bushel basket and sever it, we live in a dark place by our own doing. We choose that. God does not um, point us and say, well, based on this, that, or the other thing, here's where you're going. That is our choice. Our God sets before us life and death, the blessing and the curse. Choose life then that you and yours may live. I don't know that I have much more to say. My wife is over here. Let me let me put the mic to her. Renee, anything to add to, to this that I've been saying here? See, she's the best. She's the best. She just shook her head no. That's good podcasting, isn't it? That's why you listen to this. My friends, let's pray. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth joyful mystery, uh, the presentation of Jesus in the temple. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful Thursday. Uh, And uh, may God bless the Vikings in how they draft tonight. God's peace.